the second episode of Your Mind, Your Body. And remember, if you want to fight, give up everything that weighs you down. Okay, so welcome to episode two of Your Mind, Your Body podcast series presented by myself, Mitch. Today, I'm delighted to be joined by Steve. Uh, Steve is someone I've known a, a, a long time. Uh, this is actually our second attempt at trying to record this session, so fingers crossed all goes well today. Steve's here to talk a little bit uh, about motivation, etc. But Steve, why, before we get started, why don't you just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself, please? Sure, Mitch. Uh, thanks for inviting me back. Yeah, so, so my name is my name is Steve Doidge Harrison, and uh, well, in terms of what I am, uh, I'm a personal trainer, personal coach. I've been doing it for about 27 years. That, that's kind of where Mitch, Mitch and I, you, you and I met, um, running Nuffield Health. Yep. Um, and my passion is well, helping people get the best out of their their lives, particularly when it comes to health and fitness. Um, and, and what I do in terms of when I'm not um, working is I love ultra endurance events where whether it's sort of Ironman distance or ultra distance running. Um, so that's in, that's me in a nutshell, Mitch. Perfect, excellent. Thanks for that, Steve. So Steve's come on today to speak to us a little bit about what he enjoys doing physically uh, to keep himself physically and mentally fit. He's touched on it there with the ultra marathon. What motivates him? He's going to give us a few tips on how to maintain our motivation and tell us a little bit about habits, both good and bad, uh, both good and bad, and ways we can try to address uh, these habits of ours. So, Steve, uh, I know what you like doing in your spare time, and you've touched on it there with our listeners with the triathlons. Um, but do you want to give us a wee insight into what these triathlons actually involve? Well, I mean, it's mostly the running I do these days, but yeah. A few years back, I tried my hand in uh, Ironman distance triathlon. So, uh, an Ironman triathlon is, um, I think it's 2.5 mile swim, 112 mile cycle followed by uh, a marathon. So there's um, there's a there's a triathlon called Keltman, which is is in Scotland, hence the name. Yeah. Where it's it's held in the west coast of Scotland, where you swim in a sea loch. Uh, and then you actually cycle, it's closer to about 120 miles, and then the run is marathon distance, but it co- covers over two Monroes, so it's about 2,000 meters of climbing. Um, but that was a couple of years ago. I, most of my time now is just focused on the running, and hopefully I'm going to be doing some uh, pretty gnarly uh, ultra-distance, di- ultra ultra-marathons this summer, maybe in Wales and hopefully in Scotland. Oh well, fingers crossed you can get you can get to them, like uh, hopefully yeah, exactly. eased by then. Right, well that sounds well <laughs> sounds crazy in all honesty, like but it's what you like doing. But obviously to do to do that it takes great levels of fitness, but it must take an enormous amount of determination and motivation. So I mean, how do you manage to keep yourself motivated to keep signing up to these events? I mean, what is it you get from it? And then. I mean, you must have had your injury problems, or you must be running at one stage during these these runs. And I mean, how do you keep yourself going? You know, what, what motivates well, you to keep doing it? <laughs> well, in terms of, um, I mean, motivation is is a very subjective thing. I mean, yeah. I, I enjoy them, so it's it's not that I 
I'm doing them just to punish myself. So <laughs> I like doing it. I like the adventure. I like the challenge and I like the competition. But when it comes to motivation, then then that's a, that's a tricky character to nail down. And a lot of people think that to be successful, you have to be that have that internal drive. And that's a bit of a fallacy. And um, one of the things that I've managed to do in the last couple of lockdowns is just kind of do a bit of research about what makes successful people successful and, and what helps people who manage to achieve more do it with without running out of motivation. And and it's and it's not just having having motivation. There are there are little tricks and little hacks, if you will. Okay. that uh, help help one just get through day to day in the long run and it's it's also this this sort of guilt that a lot of people feel that you know particularly this time of year when they're they're trying to uh, stay healthy trying to keep the weight off and they beat themselves up because they can't keep motivated and yeah. um, and it actually is it's it doesn't really work that, that way like it's more about certain mindsets and certain habits that you install into your routine um, and if you want I can I can I can go into them a little bit if you uh, yeah if you well yeah hear. definitely let's talk about habits and yeah let's let's hear your thoughts on it so um, a few weeks ago when we went into this second lockdown um, I put a post out on my uh, my Facebook of, of a survival guide of how to survive lockdown how to survive the monotony and being indoors particularly in the winter and so there's there's kind of five main things that I think would help anyone okay one second and All right. <laughs> the first one is have you ever heard of stoicism uh, no okay so stoicism is a is an ancient philosophy okay. and it, it was um, it was used by the Roman Emperor Marcus Aurelius and it's actually where uh, cognitive behavioral therapy came from which is just a talking therapy to help people overcome uh, addictions and and depressions and things so but it there's two main pillars of it and, and that's kind of where most people will get the benefit from the first pillar of stoicism is really only worry about what you can control in your life. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's things in, in life that you can control, mostly in your day-to-day routine, what you do physically, and what you put in your mouth, etc. But of course, there's so many things that you can't control, what the weather is, how the traffic is, and in particular, this invisible virus and, and the yeah. impositions it put on you. So the, you will only have a, we don't have a certain amount of mental energy and mental reserve. And there's no point in using that up on things that you have no control over. So just concern yourself with what you can control. And that's the first sort of pillar with stoicism. Okay. The, sec- the second one, which is very similar, is that um, one thing you definitely do have control over is your response to situations. Yeah. So you you might uh, situations might confront you, but you can control how you react to them. 
and that has a benefit to your mental well-being. And an easy way to do it is just 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 think of yourself as uh, as a third person watching yourself. And if you are watching a movie, how would you react? Rather than in a sort of knee-jerk reaction with anger and frustration, if you could control your response, which ultimately you can, how would you control it? So those those are two things that I think work really well. Don't okay. it, obviously it's very difficult not to worry about certain things. Yeah, that is if, if if you could if you think that well it doesn't it, worrying won't make any difference to what the weather is. So concentrate on what you can control. So be stoic is one thing. Um, the other thing which I think is particularly important with where we are in, in terms of the season, we're in the middle of winter, mm -hmm. and that's get outside your own head by getting outside of the four walls that you're in. What One of the things a lot of people don't really realize is no, our brain really isn't designed to keep us happy. If you think we're really still, I mean, it wouldn't be wonderful if 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 it was. Yeah. Our brain is really designed to keep us safe. And if you think, if we're genetically still designed to survive in the savannas in, in Africa, so our brain is really just kind of always on the lookout for potential risk, potential danger. And if you allow that to manifest it, particularly if you're cooped up inside, then it just kind of goes into that spiral and it gets very difficult to, to break away. Mm -hmm. But an easy way to do is just get outside your house and go outside and just see how big the world is and put your worries into perspective. And, and one of the things I just suggest to people is just, just literally get outside every day, even when the weather is not great like it is today. Take the dog out for a walk and then you just you see the world in its grandeur and you start to realize that your problems aren't really uh, as 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 severe as you might think. Yeah, I, I, that's that's one bit of advice I constantly try to encourage on people to get outside yeah. um, and get fresh air and, and and take in you know what's around them. It's such a good tool oh, to, to help clear your I mean, mind and refocus you. This weekend, for example, we had some lovely weather. It was sunny. It was a, there was a bit of snow on the ground. We just could go outside and just enjoy the sunshine and, and just experience the, the just know that you, there's so much more to your little world inside your four, four walls. Um, yeah, I know, because it can get, people can feel trapped, or people do feel trapped at this moment. Yeah. Working from I mean, home, living at from, home. Yeah, yeah, that's it. You wake up, you know, if you work from home, you sit at a desk, and if, you, if you're homeschooling, then, you know, everything is just inside. Um, and of course, the advice isn't to stay indoors. The advice is to get out and get some exercise as much as you like. There's no kind of restrictions there. Mm -hmm. So let's just say the other one, um, and, and it's it's more of a, a kind of a, a, a brain training um, habit. Okay. And let's just be in the moment. I mean, I, I think it's everyone's heard of um, um, what's it called. Uh, Mindfulness. Yeah. Yeah, you've heard of that? Oh, yeah, I've heard of it. I've tried it out myself. <laughs> so, so mindfulness is not so sort of woo-woo spiritual stuff. It's actually proper science. And 
And it's been shown not only to improve one's mental health, but also to improve one's ability to think well. And it literally makes you cleverer. And, and, and some people call it meditating. And it, 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 all it is really, uh, Mitch, is just be in the moment. Yeah. And what I, what I mean by that is just uh, uh, zone in on, on your sensations, what you see and feel and hear just in the moment. Not necessarily block everything out. Quite, quite often that has the opposite effect. If you, if, you, if, you, if you consciously try to block out thoughts, usually the opposite happens. Just concentrate, for example, if you're outside, the wind on your face, the sun on your face, your, your breathing. And that's really all being mindful is. Yeah. And again, it kind of breaks it breaks the chain of the monotony and the the sort of the obsessiveness that we tend to get in this when we're cooped up inside. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's there. And the fourth one, fourth one, I think is really important. Um, again, it's it's more for our mental well-being because um, a, a lot of our lives are dictated by our routine and our routines are often dictated by things that are imposed on us and that's usually school and work etc mm -hmm. when when we lose that then we tend to lose the routine that your your brain likes routine and it is very important for mental well-being to maintain a routine so it's 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 a good idea to try and keep a some sort of routine even if you don't have to I'm sure it, I mean, particularly kids, you know, they start going to bed later and come wake up later and it almost as if they replace the day for the night. And that can, we can kind of start to fall into that trap. Particularly important is sleep. Now, sleep is, is massively important when it comes to physical and uh, mental well-being. I can, I can, I can talk about, talk about the benefits of good quality sleep for hours, but, you know, just, just, accept that it's extremely important it's absolutely vital absolutely vital. Oh, so true so true and one of the most important things to get enough and good quality sleep is something called sleep hygiene and that's really just making sure that you you go to bed at the same time and you wake up at the same time but also you have a, a, the same routine the same routine when you wake and the same routine before you go to bed and that helps you go into sleep quicker and get better quality sleep. So try to stick to routine, even if you don't have to. And and the fifth thing, the fifth thing is, um, and again, uh, it, it's it's kind of a, it's almost like a mental hack to to boost your mood, is always try to plan or do something to look forward to. I think that's really good. That's a really good tip. Yeah. One of the one of the things that uh, again. I discovered what, what, why some people tend to be not only successful but always upbeat is not necessarily that they have more money or more things. I mean, I, I don't need to tell you, you know, happiness doesn't come for having more things. It's quite often you, you, they, they have things to look forward to. And, and that's something that's really difficult to do now because we're so uncertain. We, we really don't know, you know when it when we're going to come out of lockdown, what's going to be restrictions. But the, thing, the things you can control. So in the short term, you can you can prepare, uh, you can plan something in your day. So an, an easy example is um, prepare a nice meal, sit down with your family and eat a nice meal. 
Mm -hmm. Anyone could do that. Or if you're on your own, prepare a nice meal and, and watch uh, an old movie that you, you, you enjoy. Having something to look forward to in the short term makes perks up your mood. And, 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 the, and the classic example is kids at Christmas. I mean, yeah. you, have, you, have, you have kids, Mitch. You, you know how excited they get. Oh, Christmas. yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it, what they're excited about is the anticipation of Christmas. It's, it's actually not the toys. I mean, of course, that they, they say it's the toys. Yeah. But what, what actually gets them excited is, is, is looking forward to the Christmas day. It's opening the presents. The present instead, the, the toy itself is almost incidental. Um, it's the, it's the fact that they are stimulated and excited about that novelty of Christmas. So we need to try and do that to our, for ourselves. Exactly. And, and the other thing you could do is you could do that every day. But mm -hmm. if you if you can do it long term too, and, and you know, let's say dare to plan for something maybe in the summer. I mean, hopefully, yeah, God forbid, we're not sort of still kind of by then. Yeah, no, fingers crossed. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully we can we can escape. You know, maybe not abroad, but we can escape. So if you if you say like there's somewhere I've always wanted to visit, you know, like West Coast Scotland or Edinburgh, Edinburgh Castle, start to plan, start to research that trip. And what that does is it again it boosts your mood. And that I mean that's what I that's one of the things that I do. And there's 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 events and races in the summer that are, you know I'm desperate to go. So I I kind of go in and I. Do a little research, look at the route, and that that that, that makes me happy. Right, you know? Gets you excited, gets you motivated, yeah, something absolutely. to look forward to, like uh, something to, to push yourself towards, and like, gives you a goal and a vision, does it? Exactly. So you know those have those little tips just get you through the days. You don't need to rely on that sort of internal propulsion of. You know, being this super driven person, and you don't need to beat yourself up if you, you know, sometimes you don't feel like jumping out of bed and you know going carry on with your day. Yeah. The other, the other aspect are habits. Habits. Yeah, right that's all really good points that yeah. listeners will appreciate some of them, and I can relate to them. But yeah, right. you just mentioned there habits. What, what's so, your thoughts on habits? <laughs> So, so habits. This is kind of my my sort of newest being my bonnet. And again, uh, I, I, there's there's a great book. If your listeners want to know more about it, there's a book called Atomic Habits by uh, an author called James Clear. An atomic, 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 atom, atomic. Yeah, because the the way he he explains habits is these tiny little things that are make that make up everything. Yeah. So. Everything that you do and the the, the 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 root of your life are all really just accumulation of habits and thoughts. Okay. So again, this sort of this sort of uh, myth that you're 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 um, these super successful people are just kind of driven. You know, they get up and they don't need to be. They don't need anything external, and a lot of that you you realize they have this, they just nailed the habits, and and over time they it's that compound interest which I talked about in our last I talked about in our last podcast. So there's there's, there's about three easy things that everyone can do. Okay. But if you if you consider what a habit is, it's 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 just something small. 
Yeah, something that doesn't take much effort, but it happens without you thinking about it, mm -hmm. and it happens without being conscious of it. But over time, it accumulates. So a tiny, a tiny diversion in your in your um, path now, in six months' time, will make a huge difference, either positively or negatively. So. So there's this kind of three easy things that you can do. And one of them is just start with something really small, no more than two minutes. So th this is obviously something that is uh, for a healthy habit that you want to yeah. introduce. So it, it, if a habit is too grand, too ambitious, then it's too easy to drop. And that's, that's one of the reasons why New Year's, New Year's resolutions are usually just kind of gone by the end of February because they're they're too big yeah they're too, yeah. too, too ambitious they're too stone. yeah make a, a marathon in a month or something it's just yeah. too much too so, soon is it yeah so if you think small you think something I can achieve every day so let's let's stick to the running theme so let's say uh, if you're not a runner but you want to start running and mm -hmm. um, you start by simply just putting out your running gear and putting it on yeah. And that's it. Yeah. You start by uh, just getting into the habit of that. And then one day you just, well, I've got the running gear on. I might as well just step out the door and maybe go around the block. Because that, the habit has already kind of been uh, hard baked into the routine. Yeah. And then you start to run a little bit longer and maybe you start to enjoy it. And then before you know it, you're running regularly. And the, it's the running regularly that adds up to better health. Yeah. And better mindset and you know all the rest of it so start with something small that's the that's the first thing i think that's a really good example that really good example yeah, yeah so again forget about these huge no milestones it, yeah you can have them but don't get don't get frustrated when yeah. you know you're not they're not getting you're not getting there because if you don't have it's not the goal because again this is something we talked about if you and i play a game we both have the same goal, right? We both yeah. want to win the game. It's the difference is how, what steps are we going to put in place to beat the other person? So goal is kind of this sort of amorphous thing that can mean anything. Yeah, I think so the second really good advice. Really good advice. I say that to a lot of folk. Yeah, yeah. Especially at this time of year or, or the month just past January, people just make two grand ambitions initially. Yeah. It's yeah. it's small achievable targets um, that, like you say, you can build up over time that create these good habits. That's excellent. Yeah, and 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 then they they're also more difficult to to, to break because to break, often, yeah, yeah. If you kind of you say you know, things get in the way, life happens, and then I can't do that one hour commitment that I said I would do every every week, uh, and then that, you, you find another excuse, and then before you know it, that that thing's gone. So the, the, sec, the second one is kind of similar in that you just, uh, you have habits that you already have in your routine and everyone has them. Uh, you know, you, everyone gets up and brushes their teeth and, and, uh, and makes breakfast. Where these are sort of benign habits that neither here nor there, but you just do them. But if there is a way to attach a new healthy habit to those, then you you've set you again you've effectively just sneaked in a healthy habit without you actually realizing it so um so there's a, there's a couple of 
couple of uh, examples. The one I gave last time is, um, remember, remember that sort of mindfulness, being mindful. It only takes a couple yeah. of minutes for it to uh, perfect. Really good point. Really good point. So, so why don't just whilst you're waiting for something to happen, like running a bath or waiting for the the, the kettle oil. Ball, yeah, just sit and just be present in the moment. So go now back that, to what you said before. Yeah, it's just about taking the moment to, you know, recognize what's around you, the sounds, the smells, and just be yes. in that moment. Because exactly. you're right, we spend, I don't know, how long does a kettle take to boil? A minute? It's a couple of minutes. <laughs> yeah, a couple of it's minutes. minutes. You do that five yeah. times a day, you know, it's 10 minutes of your day. Um, yeah. And it takes no effort. And, and, and no again, your, body, your, your brain just, it, they make, it makes this association. And it, it does it subconsciously. You don't, you don't think, you don't realize it's happening. So before you know it, you're not, you don't have to remember to, to meditate. You just, it just happens. Yeah. Or you don't have to remember to put your clothes out to run. You just do it. Yeah. Um, so one of the kind of kind of weird ones that I, I came across when I was reading the book that makes so much sense is um, so there's a there's a chore that everyone has to do, but no one wants to do. So cleaning the toilet. Right. Yeah. It's, it's not particularly nice to do, but you have to do it. So uh, an easy habit that you can pair is before you go into your shower, which you do most day, give the toilet a wipe down because you, you're going to clean yourself anyway. Right. Yeah. So why not just clean the toilet as a as a habit before you get into the shower, because then you're going to be clean anyway. So that's another set of. Now, easy way to pair habits together. Yeah. So simple, really, though, is it? Yeah. When you think about it, like, uh... yeah. And, and the, third, the third one, of course, I mean, creating great habits is good, but quite often the problem is breaking bad habits. Yeah, and, uh, very true. And, you know, and, and just, just kind of just slipping back into those, those sort of negative mindsets. So an easy way to break a bad habit and it's kind of the opposite of what we've been talking about so creating a good habit is make them easy um so if you remember like i mean you you, you probably remember blockbusters um, yeah i do yeah so, so there was a time when if you wanted to hire a video you have to walk down to the shop go to the select a video go to the counter take it home and then take it back again okay yeah so it was a bit of a hassle then came along um, sort of these streaming services, and you know you could just go and select a video and watch it. Now even Netflix, you don't even need to do that. No, you right? don't. You watch you watch an episode, and the second one is already lined up, so you don't even need to press the button. So it, by that rationale, you, you you know it makes things extremely easy by taking the friction away. But you can do the opposite for bad habits. And, and again, the, probably the worst one for most, for a lot of people is, is the uh, it's the wasted time that people spend on social media on the phones. And yes, I know a lot of people that, that that's they need it for their livelihoods, but a lot of it is just procrastination. Yeah. So um, I have it. Many so many people have. Uh, my partner is the worst. <laughs> is they, they the first thing they do is pick up the phone and just stare at the screen. As if it's their life depends on it. Like first and thing in the morning, you mean? 
First thing in the morning, and before you know it, two hours have gone, and all they've real, all they've known is kind of what Kim Kardashian's been up to, uh, and that that's not a healthy habit. I mean, in in no, so no. many ways, you know, comparing yourself to other people, and I don't need to go into that. So an easy thing to do is, uh, is just put the phone maybe even outside the room, and and what you're doing is you're creating a barrier, you're creating friction. It's not there in the morning, is it? It's not there in the morning, so you can't just roll over and reach for it. Um, it's like the old thing, you know. If you want to, if you don't want to hit the snooze button, then you put your alarm clock away from your away from your bed. Uh, uh, the same thing that sort of applies when it comes to, um, uh, you know, phones and bad habits. Yeah. If you if you intentionally put things in the way, and the other classic example, of course, is if you want to eat less junk food, just don't have it in the house, and then the temptation's not even there. So put yeah. barriers up. Between put barriers up. And whatever your bad habit is, the examples we've given, junk food and yeah. mobile phone, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's, I think that's really good. Really, it's yeah. just it's it's quite simple advice, is it? Really, but it's like you said, it's making small changes, building them up over a period of time, and six months down the line, you not having you not having as much junk food in your house, yeah, you know, means you're not eating as much. And six months down the line, someone might have lost the weight. The desired exactly. foods, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, I get I get asked all the time, like, what, what? I mean, what? How do I avoid temptation? You know, get these biscuits and things in the cupboards. And she, my answer is, just don't buy it. Don't buy it. If yeah. It's not in your shopping <laughs> trolley. It doesn't come home exactly. with you, and then it's not in your house. <laughs> exactly. It's, exactly. It's, it's so simple, like so simple, but so relevant. So yeah. so relevant, and uh, in times like this, really important for people to hear. Uh, yes. Which is, which is excellent, excellent. Um, Steve, that's really interesting stuff there. Loads of stuff for our listeners to think over. You know, maybe they can adapt and put into practice some of, some of your tips there. Um, so, no, absolutely fantastic. I really appreciate you giving your time up today to, to talk to us about all that stuff. Really enjoyed it. And it sounds better. The quality is there, so... Fingers crossed, this will be the episode that gets out. <laughs> Hope so. Hope so. Yeah, it, it was great talking to you again, Mitch. I mean, uh, brilliant. Well, we, we were we were working here what five? Oh, more than that. More than that now, years. like a good few years ago now, like. But no, you're right. Many years spent together, and it's just uh, you know, wealth and knowledge, good quality knowledge, and I think the listeners are really going to enjoy this episode, and I think they're they're really going to understand what you're speaking about you know they'll be able to recognize it in themselves and 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 the purpose of this is that they can maybe make some subtle changes to their lifestyle that will over time help them improve their well-being so thank you so much for for giving up your time today mate thank you so much